Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behaviour, sleep and more. In the lead up to your baby arriving, it can feel like your whole world becomes about them. The baby shower with gifts for baby, the setting up of a nursery for baby, the excitement from friends and family. Somehow in this time, new mums can forget to take time for themselves. Musician and mum of two, Andy Hu, has created a space for expectant and brand new mums to explore their own creativity and take some time for themselves. It's called The Little Song Workshop, and Angie is here to explain more. Hi, Angie. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Well, how are you? Good. Now, we do know each other from previous uh experience at Kindling Kids Radio, where you are one of uh, the favourite artists, I would say, that play. Oh, shucks. So um, (laughs) tell us about your life as a musician and a mum. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And just to start with a small question, (laughs) you know, who are you? How far back do we go, (laughs) (laughs) Siobhan? The album that they play a lot on Kindling, Little Folk, is something that um, both mums and dads and children can enjoy listening to. But it, it definitely centres around your experience as a mother, that album, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, certainly. I think um, when I became a mum, I found myself thinking a lot about my own childhood and the songs mum sang to us when we were little. And I went looking for some music like that, I guess, something I could sing to my baby and I couldn't find what I wanted. Um, actually, I did discover Elizabeth Mitchell. She was doing exactly what I wanted to do, which was re-sing the old songs. Um, And anyway, I decided to invent an album of parent-friendly kids' music. (laughs) And how much of part of your life was music before you had your first baby? Uh, I met my husband in a band. He was the drummer. (laughs) (laughs) That says it all, really? Yeah. It's always been a big part of me. If I'm not singing, I feel a bit dead. Oh, crikey. It's a bit dark, Angie. It's very but, dramatic. But fair enough. I mean, it's, it is something that is part of who you are. And so when you had your first baby, did you keep creating music? I mean, I know you created the album, but yeah. how long did it take between having your baby, your first baby, and creating the album? Um, I had the concept in my mind when she was quite little, and it took me four years Um, So I actually recorded it in my second round of maternity leave because I knew at that point, while I wasn't working and on maternity leave, that was going to be my quietest time. Because you don't work as music is your passion. It's not that you make your... No, I have a day job. You have a day job. (laughs) Um, And I mean, I'm really fascinated with the idea of singing to children and I know that that's part of this workshop you're doing. So can you tell us about where the idea for Little Song Workshop came from? I just remember becoming a mother being quite a shock for me. Like uh, my husband was still going out and being able to do things and I felt very, "Ah." Um, he was still going and playing the drums and I was just really craving that creativity that um, was on hold for a while. Um. Yeah, I remember chatting to a friend in the park about, I just need a creative outlet. So this, I guess, is the first step in hopefully something that will grow and um, become bigger. When you talk about creativity, creativity for you is making music. 
can, do you believe anyone can make music? Because I kind of feel like I love music, but I'm not sure I could make it. What's the idea behind the workshop? Is it is it focused on women who like to produce music, or is it for no, anyone? No, it's it's trying to get um, parents singing to their babies. I read an article recently that lullabies were dropping off as as something that parents do with their kids, and I think it's just such a beautiful bonding tool. Um, I know that all the things I felt um, and the reasons I wanted to do the album Little Folk. Um, later on, I started learning that there's actual science behind it, that singing with your baby is a bonding tool, that um, it reduces their stress and your stress. Um, they're doing uh, music therapy in hospitals now with premature babies. Um, it's regulating oxygen levels and heartbeat. So for me, um, I'm not an expert, but the science I just find incredible. So uh, getting mums comfortable and dads comfortable with singing to their babies because I know people are like, oh, I can't sing. Not the point. Um, your baby loves your voice. so doesn't matter how you sound. Yeah. It's just I'm trying to carve out a little space to look after parents who are tired, um, give them some tools, give them some songs to sing. I was chatting to one mum who said she had this innate feeling to sing to her baby, but the only song she knew was Happy Birthday. <laughs> so, sang that a lot so I want to show people some more songs um, and then we'll make something um, with our hands and just sit around the table so it's about singing um, making a bit of craft therapy I hope people make friends with each other because I know in Sydney there are a lot of parents who have come from other countries who don't have family around so it's creating a little community and then Kath um, at the Happen Store is going to bake us a cake every week and serve tea and oh coffee. So I'm there. Do I, I just... have to have a baby? <laughs> no. Because mine's grown now. Pillow up your jumper. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. So um, you've just mentioned there are a few things that you're doing. So you're um, teaching songs yep. um, that are already around, teaching yeah. them how people perhaps how to make their own songs, doing a bit of craft, eating cake, yep. what's not to love there. Um, tell me about the songs. What kind of songs have you got in your repertoire that you think <laughs> parents would enjoy? Because you mentioned there's the lady who can sing Happy Birthday, which must yeah. get pretty monotonous. Um, I'm assuming that you're going to bring your favourite songs to this workshop. Yeah, probably ones that um, will do some lullabies. Um, and I love old folk songs I love those old traditional songs so what's your favorite oh I can't <laughs> no come on this is me leading into making you sing on air come on <laughs> um I guess my favorite lullaby is the one we sing to the kids every night which I um I think I have sung before on the radio well this is a podcast <laughs> so you need to sing it again what one is it oh I can never even remember the name of it it's the Kunawara Kunawara cradle song or something and um Tim Moore, I'm going blank, Siobhan, does a really beautiful version. And since we heard that, my kids asked me to sing it every night before they go to sleep. I'm just looking. You know I'm going to say, can <laughs> you please? Yeah, I want you to sing it. Can you <laughs> sing us a little bit? So I do sing this every night to the kids. Sometimes I'm keeping the beat with my forehead on the wall, <laughs> depending <laughs> on the day we've had. <laughs> but by the end, we're all calm. <laughs> um, it goes... Well, the cuirass is sailing out on the blue, laden with herring of silvery hue. Silver the herring and silver the sea. Soon there'll be silver for baby and me. 
Hear the wind blow, love, hear the wind blow. Hang your head over and hear the wind blow. Hear the wind blow, love, hear the wind blow. Hang your head over and hear the wind blow. See, I'm asleep now. Good night, Siobhan. Good night. <laughs> uh, now, I get the feeling, see, I sing the same songs to my children every night. Well, to my daughter anyway. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm singing, I'm singing to try to get her to sleep, but I'm also singing to calm myself down. Exactly. And even though I have sung the same songs thousands of times, because she's almost seven now and yep. they've been the same songs for yep. several years, <laughs> do you... You have such a beautiful voice. Do you enjoy singing that as much as I enjoy listening? I actually do because um, it's our special song, I guess. Yeah. I, I try other ones and they're like, no, nah, hear the wind work. blow. <laughs> do they ever sing with you just to annoy you? Yes. You know they're not. <laughs> they get so cheeky. <laughs> I hate that. I think, come Just on. join in. Just join in. But if the they stupid. join in, you know they're not going to sleep and that's defeating <laughs> the whole purpose of the lullaby in the first place. <laughs> Anyway, um, that is a beautiful song. And, of course, you've you've written songs for your babies who are now... Yeah, four and seven. ...quite big. But that's something... Do they know that you've written some songs for them? Um, the first song on the album I wrote with Clementine. Um, she knows that. I don't know if they particularly know some of them are written for them. Maybe I should go over that with them. That would <laughs> be really lovely. Rem- remind them. <laughs> This is what mummy has done for you. So this song is because you wouldn't eat your dinner. (laughs) (laughs) So the workshop with that kind of um, expression in terms of writing words to a song, I can imagine that would be a really lovely experience for parents. But is it hard to (laughs) write if perhaps you're um, you're not naturally a writer? I mean, how would you encourage that for people who might not feel they're that skilled in that area? Um, For me, it was just um, most of the songs I just made up doing whatever we were doing. So I think if you're drying your child and you start singing a song about drying your hair and (laughs) under your arms and I don't know, it just just go with the flow. Just uh, make it natural. Whatever you're doing, turn it into a song. And if it's good, just quickly record it into your phone. Or come to the workshop and Andy will explain more how to do it. Okay, so for those who can't make it to this event, mm-hmm. um, what would be your top tips for tapping into that creativity? And perhaps it might be crafting or um, music like it has been for you. Yeah. Um, I, well, I guess for me, the first thing I would need to do is uh, put my phone down. I love Instagram, but... get rid of the screens yes and do something cathartic um find some music you like find a song you like sing along to your baby um it's the easiest thing isn't it so easy you don't have to try it's so easy and so beautiful and so good for your soul totally to sing and i i want to end on that point that you mentioned before that you don't need to be a singer like yourself. Absolutely you don't need to not. sound like Angie. No, no, because really your your baby, your voice to your baby is the most important. Mm, I love that. I hope, and, and just uh, if you do have a baby, it may not continue that way because my kids <laughs> tell me to shut up all the time. No, totally. You soak it up well. 
while it lasts, <laughs> while they can't tell you to turn yes. up the radio. <laughs> Angie, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, Siobhan. That was children's musician and mum of two, Angie Who. You can find Angie on Facebook and Instagram at Angie Who. That's A-N-G-I-E-W-H-O. And for anyone interested in Angie's workshop in Sydney, we'll pop links to tickets in this episode description or on our website. Just go to babyology.com.au forward slash feed, play, love and search for Angie. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.